that we say rest in peace John McAfee I will read our quote for our listening audience who can't see this video from Lysander Spooner so these villains who call themselves governments well understand that their power rests primarily upon money with money they can hire soldiers and with soldiers extort money and when their authority is denied the first use they always make of money is to hire soldiers to kill or subdue all who refuse them more money. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Aquarian Anarchy. I am Chad. You see Marcus and Nico. Um, we are trying to secure... There he is. He is coming down onto the screen below. Our good friend, Mr. Adam Kokesh, um, who is joining us from... Gardenia, his uh, his property over in uh, in Arizona. Uh, we're going to get into uh, into Adam's uh, relationship with, with John McAfee in, in a bit, but uh, we uh, we lost a real legend. We lost a true um, a true renegade, a true fighter for freedom today. And I know there are a lot of different thoughts going on, going around about this. Um, but Marcus, you, you tell me what you think, but I, I'm certain that, that he was, uh, he was murdered. Absolutely. Um, you know, while Adam's, uh, getting some signal, um, I, I, I got, had the opportunity while working for the campaign to get to know, um, uh, Janice a bit and I got to know John a little bit and um, could not have especially Janice was just an amazing human being and um, and, and to think that um, that that huh, it just makes me infuriates me mm -hmm. that people are trying well, to say should. that that John McAfee killed himself. That is bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. It pisses me off. And um, one of the things that I said recently in a in a tweet is that we have to remember that our enemy is capable of murder. That they are mm -hmm. absolute, that's in their tool shed. That is what they do. We have to defeat them with love, compassion, and those kinds of ideas. But make no doubt about it that there will be likely more casualties as mm -hmm. the, the, the state 
starts clamping down because they are clamping down. And I think Adam is a, is a good example. I mean, he got visited by the FBI recently, right? right. you know, and for doing nothing for, there's no one in the world that believes that, that Adam was a Trump supporter. No one in the world believes <laughs> right. that. Yeah. That was pretty insane. They, they came onto his property to, uh, to find out if he was the person that was pictured in some picture of people that were like, you know, wearing Trump gear at the Capitol on, on January 6th is like, are you out of your mind? Like Adam was constantly on Trump's ass running against him as, as a libertarian with John McAfee as his running mate. And, uh, I hope Adam gets weird. Adam's having some, some difficulty getting in on the stream, but, uh, hopefully he will, he will be able to join us, uh, here as soon as possible. But, um, in the meantime, um, I don't know. Let's, uh, just well, send one up for, uh, for John McAfee because sure. this is a this is a sad day. It's uh, and he's not the first either. Let's let's no. let's be real. He's not the first. Um, I don't know if people only remember. Today. Er- yeah, no, he's not even the only today. But it, I don't know if people remember Erwin Schiff back. Uh, it was at three or four years ago. Um, died in prison on like a, I think it was like a fourteen year uh, sentence. He was like ten years into it. Died of cancer um, when he was in there, and and his his crime was he was helping people avoid paying taxes because right. he believed that the, that taxation is theft and that it was, uh, unconstitutional, uh, you know, never mind about the constitution and all that stuff. But, uh, but, but, you know, he was, he was actually out there doing the Lord's work, trying to help people not pay for this monstrosity that murders people all over the world. And instead they just, uh, put him in there to rot and die. I think he was 77 when he died. You what know, do you think, Nico? It's no, it's hilarious or not hilarious, but like ironically, like hilarious how like we haven't not we. Let me take that statement back. America has yet to like really wake up. We've had this incident where he's murdered for tax evasion. We've noticed we shouldn't be paying for shit. That's one. Two, Edward Snowden's a big one where he was like, mm-hmm. hey, uh. Y'all are getting watched it. Everything you ran away. They made movies. They made a whole bunch of podcasts and things of that nature with him. And we, America has yet to like realize this. Like we're f- still funneling and fueling our biggest enemy that people complain about, that people cry about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just. It's just going to have to get to that point where it's like we just leave those behind. <laughs> Because there's no point in waking them up at this point. Mm. The attempts, it's like I've had, I was at work one day and I was extremely mad because I realized I can't save everybody. Mm -hmm. But when you realize you can't save everybody, you move forward to another mission. And you try your best to save everybody, but you keep moving forward. And as we've seen, every time we move forward or something's been announced, people just, like, for example, Twitter was just, running McAfee's name through the mud. And I'm like, did you guys not like read anything that this man did? Mm-hmm. So that's just like, it's just disappointing at this point. It's massively disappointing. Yeah. And so if you, if you go back and, and look at some of the, some of the things that have been, uh, been said about him that have been uh, done with him. And, and there are some people who still think, you know, it's kind of like a, he's almost like a Elvis at this point where there are some people who think because of all the body doubles and those different things that, that 
there's a chance that, you know, maybe this really didn't happen, but I, you know, I think that the timing is too, uh, too suspect for it to not be what, what we are saying <laughs> happened. Right. He but, gets but, extradited <laughs> he get, they, they, yeah. as soon as the U S gets access to him, all of a sudden he turns up dead. I don't think that was a body double, um, pretending for that to happen. I don't know. It's yeah. possible. I guess, you know, if you, if you think about it, like it, that if that if that's the writing on the wall, like you know, but I uh, I, I seriously doubt it. I don't think that, and I don't even think that if you look at like his his mo, his mo would not be kill the body double, <laughs> right, and uh, yeah. and leave a warm body behind for them to find while he sure. escapes. That's not right. And and the thing is, the, John McAfee is certainly capable of trolling a motherfucker. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah. This dude pre pretended to be arrested at one point just to troll people. I mean, that is a fact. He, he because John was funny. <laughs> and right. no, he you know, was. He was very funny. But but at the end of the day, you know, it, it, beyond the fact that they murdered him today. Take that away. Put that aside. Mhm. Mm he should not have been in a Spanish prison for uh, for tax evasion in the United States. Right. Anyway, <laughs> that yes, should, right, should have right. never happened. Taxation is should have, been in, should have been in prison. Period. Yeah, but right. That's, that's, and that's why the quote you chose uh, was so perfect for today. For everybody who doesn't know, like this was not the topic we had planned for tonight. Hell no. We knew it was just going to be the three of us. And, uh, and then this happened. And so I was like, Marcus, make a new thumbnail. <laughs> Marcus, we need a new quote. Um, and Marcus came through in, in the clutch and, uh, and then we hit up Adam and we're still trying to get him. I don't know. Did, have you heard anything? Is he, uh, is I he haven't heard trying? anything from him okay. yet. Okay. All right. Well, we've, he's, he's tried to get in a couple of times, but he's having yeah. trouble. Um, you, you could see whenever he was up there, it was just like a, a spinny wheel of death, uh, in a black screen, but no, this is, we were, we were supposed to be talking about your anniversary. We were supposed to be talking about family. Right. We were supposed to be talking about My past weekend, um, which yeah, was this amazing. weekend with family and, and, and father's day and, and Nico's birthday and everything. But you know, this kind of brought it all back into like this really interesting focus for me anyway, that, you know, we're supposed to be celebrating your anniversary and Janice McAfee does not get to celebrate an anniversary again. You know, yeah, exactly. It, it's 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 that, and then you know, and Nico's birthday. Well, he doesn't get to celebrate another birthday again. Well, um, we do. We do get to do that. No, but, I'm saying like no. I'm saying John McAfee doesn't. Yeah, true. John McAfee doesn't get to celebrate another birthday again. That's what I'm saying. Like th these are the things that that it's it's very precious, and we need to, from the standpoint of like the spirituality that we were going to talk about for this episode before this happened today. I, it, it kind of reset that stuff and brought it into that type of perspective for me that this is why it's so important to, I, I tweeted this out last week, celebrate every victory because nothing is guaranteed. Uh -huh. Celebrate every birthday, celebrate every anniversary, do it up because you don't, the, the next one's not guaranteed. None of this stuff is guaranteed. You're, you're not guaranteed another day with your family. You're not guaranteed to see the sun another day. So yeah. respect it, value it, cherish it, and don't don't waste it. Um, one of my 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 pin tweet is time ill spent is lost forever. And I know like we can fuck around sometimes and goof off and all that stuff. And and there, to a certain extent, there's some recreation that the human person needs to kind of disconnect and not be under stress all the time. But 
it's not good to have idle bullshit time where you're where you're where there's no purpose whatsoever and um and you're just uh you're just spinning your wheels uh wasting your life away that's the thing because i sure. I, I went through a, a period of time where i was doing that i was i was still traveling like i do and i would spend my time when i got to the hotel um watching series binging series tv series on you know hulu or whatever the hell you know uh netflix or whatever and um and and you know drinking too much probably um i i wouldn't i never got drunk or anything like that but it's like it was a it was kind of a therapeutic thing for right now so now i have you know, this thing's full of water and that's all that's all i do um because it's just uh it's a we we have to be careful that we don't um we don't waste the time and the relationships that we have because we don't know how sure. long we're going to have them absolutely one of my mantras recently has been um because you know I, everybody struggles. We all have problems. You know, John had problems. I have problems. These two wonderful people who come on here every week with me, they have problems. Adam mm-hmm. has problems. Everybody has, has issues, whether it's issues from the past or the, the future that hasn't been written yet, that, that might suck. There are things coming that might suck. My mantra has been all of that aside. Today's pretty goddamn cool. Ultimately, mm. when you look at the moment, when you look at where you're at right now, that's the important shit. That's, you know, mm. whether it's spending time with your family or, you know, hanging out with good friends, whatever that is, we should embrace that time because we do not know what is going on, especially right now. You know, right. my message is hopeful. And I think that that um, we are going to look for the beauties that are coming. But if, if this murder does not send up red flags to people, if they mm-hmm. don't at least question a little bit, right. you, you have to understand at any moment, you know, I, I've been involved in the freedom movement now for years and I have, it, it, it's sad that I joke about Felicia. It's sad that I vote that, that I joke that, you know, that, you know, at any moment the government could break into my goddamn house. Mm-hmm. I am a peaceful person. And so was John. And, you know, mm-hmm. he wasn't perfect that, you know, the dude right. had his issues <laughs> like yeah. everybody else. Mm-hmm. And what he was that, that should be an inspiration is he was fucking free. That yeah. dude was free. Yeah, I think about it sometimes, and I, I find myself somewhere between um, the uh, is it what's his name? Shit, uh, fuck. Benjamin Martin, the character in The Patriot, mm. where he's like, "I'm a father. I don't have the luxury of principles." I find myself sometimes somewhere between there and like <laughs> that renegade spirit of John McAfee, where I just want to be like, "Fuck it." let it burn down. You know, like, uh, I'm going, I'm, I'm leaving all you motherfuckers. I'm going into the woods and I'm going to build a little hut and y'all can fucking, you know, burn each other down in the streets. I don't care anymore. I'm going to go do my own thing. So somewhere between those, I, I, the one part of me is like, I'm okay. I would be okay with being Irwin Schiff and helping people, you know, evade their taxes and everything. And if I end up in, in federal prison and die there, fine, except not right now, because, I've got these kids to take care of. I've got right. kids to to get out of the out of the house first. And when they're all old enough 
And then it's just me and my wife. Then me and my wife are going to have probably have a sit down talk. We're going to be like, Hey, look, all right. So here's the deal. How, uh, how far are we willing to go to, to right. risk ending up, you know, cause, cause the, the reality of the matter is we can, we can want anarchy as much as we do, but John McAfee was a, was a true to the bone anarch for sure, you know, and he was as best as he could living in anarchy, except that, the rest of the world isn't living in anarchy and they got him. Yeah. So, you know, that that's the reality that we live in and we have to, we have to recognize yeah. that and, 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 you know, act accordingly as, uh, as Khalid Muhammad said, you know, you, you're behind enemy lines. And so in a certain way you have to, you have to play the part so that you can live to find that opening to where you can escape and get out from behind enemy lines. This would also shine light on how the U.S. ties, like Marcus said, like you said earlier, it's all the way in Spain. Like, mm-hmm. so it it shows that like not that many places are safe if right. you really want to try and run. And being free, look at what Adam had to go through. Right, and he's for still sure. pestered on the daily. <laughs> right, exactly. right. So for sure. it's like living free is so crazy there's only like a few places that live free and those are like tribes that have not been bothered with <laughs> mm, <laughs> those yeah. are probably the freest people on this planet right and mm-hmm. to whatever extent that is sure and one of the the good good news things that i was going to talk about tonight is um that we this, this weekend my my family started putting together the, the, and, and Chad, you can pass this along to Yancey as well. Oh yeah. Y'all we started, started the, y'all started laying the plan down. Making, oh my man. We All right. I we, love it. we, we, our goal is to have in, in four years to have the land and hopefully uh, our goal is to have a business. Um, there's contention on what the, the business is going to be. Um, but we're hoping to make that happen within the next, um, within the next four years and, and okay. what we're going Let's and we, go. we, yeah, we, we set down our expectations, all the shit that, that Yancey laid out uh, that we need to do. We more or less did this past weekend. We mm-hmm. sat down as a family and talked about what we plan on doing now, where this will go in four years, because it is a plan to, to do something later. It is, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have the ability to do it now. We need a bit of seed. Well, but money. that's really what he was talking about too, is that some right. of this stuff is like you start off with like, okay, we're all going to agree and we're all going to start like stacking cash and, and putting money mm-hmm. away so that, so that we can all pull it together and, and afford the next step. And then you start building on that next step and you keep working your way up until you can uh, reach a summit of some sort. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that. Any, any word? Yeah, Adam just texted me and said um, that there is a storm and on and off uh, signal uh, with it. I'm just going to tell him to come in if he can, and if not, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But we'd really love to. Yeah, we'd really for love sure. to have him because I, I I would really love to hear his perspective on this. For sure. It's uh, he's got he's got a unique relationship and perspective with with John where he was he had, you know, conversations with him frequently. Um, and, uh, and there's a reason why, why they, they, they decided to team up as running mates. Right. Uh, for last year's presidential election. So, um, but that's, that's awesome to hear. Um, and, and that's one of the things too, like 
I, I have to think, and not to say that, because I, I don't know enough about John's personal life and everything to know this, but it seemed like he was more, he, he and Janice were more of like rogue on their own. I don't know how big of a network they had that could help support and protect them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. doing something like that where you have a little bit more of a community to, to depend on, I think right. is a, a big help. One of the things that we're talking about, because my goal is because I would like to see something similar to a degree to what Adam's got going on in Gardenia, mm-hmm. um, but a little more focused on our uh, needs and what we're going to, you were in Indiana, it's going to be a slightly different idea, right. but, uh, but we want to offer to the anarchist community that community. One of the Mm. things we talked about is we want to do bi-yearly, twice a year festivals and invite anarchists here to just hang out. Okay. Dope. And part, yeah, and part, and we'll put it in the middle of a large swath of land that we own. And we're going to uh, rent uh, property out to people. So everyone on this swath of land will have, will, um, in some way be connected to us. So we don't have people on the, that are like on the border of the land um, bitching mm-hmm. about these silly anarchists, the business we're hoping to have on a corner of the land so that it funnels directly in. And the idea is to begin forming um, an anarchist community to start like yeah. when we start renting, who would we want to rent to first mm-hmm. anarchist? Who do we want to rent? Who do we want to do business with? Anarchists. Who are we well, going so don't to do with anarcho communists? Cause they think rent is theft. Right. For sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but at the, at the end of the day, you, you get my point. I know. Yeah, we I know. Want I was to build you, that. And right. right. And we're better in the United States to build it than the crossroads of the United States, mm-hmm. you know? And so well, Louisiana, that would be better. <laughs> right. But hey, Louisiana is <laughs> not that far from Indiana compared yeah, no, to like no, California. No, just yeah, start right, chaining right, right. it once you get it. Yeah, hey, look, for real. What mm-hmm. was that, Nico? Start chaining it. Right. And 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 we we are but we laid the groundwork, and that's the kind of thing that um that everyone should be doing. Um, you know, and you know, John. That's that, that what, why they took him out is because he was dangerous to them. He, mm-hmm. he offered solutions. He pointed people at Bitcoin. He pointed people at living for themselves. He lived on a boat for God knows how long. Right. And, you know, and, and, and he did not take shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. John was full of shit sometimes, you know, we got to tell the real truths. Yeah. So, you know, to the this, point is, this here. is true right here. Man is the most domesticated animal. No fucking doubt. Absolutely. Because we will, <laughs> we'll, we'll still bite. We'll still bite our, our fellow humans. If, uh, if we get pissed off enough or whatever, but we, uh, we, we, we make, we know who our owner is. Right. And we, and we, 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 we come when the bell rings, you know, and we start drooling. I mean, we've right. been fucking Pavloved to fucking death, man. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very appropriate uh, statement. Yeah, for sure. And they caged mm-hmm. us all fucking year. All year they caged our yeah. asses. And well, they caged some people. They didn't fucking cage me. And I, and I, I know they didn't cage you and Nico as much as they did <laughs> other people. But uh, sure. no, I was fucking... I, I, I was never down with that shit. And um, 
yeah, I mean, tried as hard as I could. Um, and, you know, thankfully, like with the, the boys and with like the uh, and my daughter, too, but like with the, the new house and everything, too, like being able to fish, you know, right there. And, and but they were bringing friends over and they were fishing off the deck, off the, the dock in the back and everything. But even before that, like they were running around in the neighborhood and doing shit like it was like it was like living in the 80s last mm-hmm. summer. Wow. Like kids running around on the streets and everything because there was it wasn't the same. Um, in a way, it was it was kind of cool. I don't want to. I, I even hate like when people do that where they're like, you know, one of the good things about this. I'm like, fuck that shit. There's nothing good about this. Um, <laughs> right. We we made chicken salad out of chicken shit. That's all. That's all that's good. Right. So. So, so at this point, so that people know, um, with the the story, the official story is in essence that. Um, John just whoopsied today and died, um, and decided to kill himself when he was get just happened to be extradited, um, to the United States. And at the moment, pretty much when the Spanish government said, Oh, you can, you can have him. He just, oopsie. Oh, that sounds like a good time to kill myself. Even though Mm -hmm. he has said repeatedly, he is never going to kill himself, that he is very happy with his life and so on and so on and so on. So, when what I want people to hear is that when we say that the government murders people, we're not just talking about war. We're not just talking about that they uh, kill people who um, who might take up arms against them, their particular kind of statism or whatever you, have you. No, right. they kill in cold blood. They murdered Jeffrey and Epstein. They murdered. Um, er, 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 you sure? You sure uh, Jeffrey Epstein's? You sure Jeffrey Epstein's dead? No, I'm not. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that he's dead. You know? Yeah. So the day he was quote unquote murdered. Right. Because yeah. there's yeah. no physical. Let's not go down there. So, so this is uh, this is this is John McAfee's tweet here. Um, so I'll, I'll read it. So that for those people who can't see it on the screen, it says uh, this. And this is let me let me scroll down a little bit. This is from November 30th of 2019. Getting subtle messages from U.S. officials saying, in effect, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're going to kill yourself. I got a tattoo today just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked. Check my right arm. And so that's the that's the tattoo that he had on there. Dollar sign whacked. Um, yeah. I don't endorse the spelling, but you know, he's, <laughs> he was his own, he was his own breed, you know, For sure. um, shout out to McAfee. Uh, that, it's just, it's a really, this is one of those things where if you, if you go back and look throughout history of like tribal cultures and everything, whenever there, whenever there is, um, and it, you even see it in like some represented in, in literature and movies, um, when you find the people who are like the real renegades, the real rebels, the real outspoken ones, the ones who are potential contagions where that that uh, renegade spirit could spread, those are the people they make an example of. Those are the people yeah. they make sure get knocked down first. Because if you make if you make Rick Grimes beg at, Neg- at Negan's feet, the whole yeah. rest of the crew meals correct and and, so, and to, to your point chad that the people need to let that sink in 
Mm-hmm. People need to 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 you know those people that listen that watch the the um, Walking Dead need to understand everything that Negan was in, in that season. He, he may change as they right right continue it on. I don't know, but um, but like, in, oh yeah, you haven't you haven't finished it all. Okay, yeah, yeah. All no, right. I have not finished the most recent season. Okay. Um, but because it's not available on Netflix, and did I'm Ian Miles Chong really fucking do that shit? That piece of shit. He's already selling shirts with the McAfee tattoo. That motherfucker. I hate that dude. God, I can't stand the monster. What I don't think I know who that shit. is. He's a, like, I don't know, this, like, weird sort of bleach-haired Asian conservative guy who, like, is constantly shitposting uh, conservative memes and stuff like that. Exactly. Daryl, grifting season. It's always grifting season, though. Um, but anyway, sure. so go go on. You were saying so Negan is the government, right? That's what you were right. Negan you were like. is yeah. the government. Everything that Negan did is what the government does. I mean, fucking even, everything. Even <laughs> to the point, even to the point where this was the, the the subtle part that I don't think people really grasped this. I think people grasped it in terms of the show. They're like, wow, mm-hmm. he's got these people so indoctrinated, they all say, I am Negan. Yeah. That's what the fuck all you motherfuckers do with this country. I'm yep. American. Yep. I'm American. Like, okay. Like, what does it mean to be American? You know, to stand up and uh, worship a, a thing waving in the air while you sing songs about how uh, how great the bankers that, you know, fund the wars are. Okay. You know, like. Telling, yeah. <laughs> I keep telling everybody, like, at my dinner table, I'm like. I respect, like, for, like, all the uh, holidays that come up for an honoring of the soldiers. I'm like, I don't respect the army. I don't really care for the holiday, but I respect the people who serve. I'm not going to represent some country that still has a war flag. Like, right. people mm-hmm. don't understand. And we're always warring, and it doesn't matter if it's against somebody else or somebody that's in our own state. For crying out loud, our secret our, our, our secret services war against each other. Like what? secret police. That's, you feel me? Yeah, that's sick, man. Yeah, and 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 the make no doubt. You know, to to that point, Nico, they're not just warring. You know, people overseas. Those those alphabet agencies are warring the American people. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the exact exact statistic, but. Put it into your into your hat that all, almost it's not a hundred percent, but it is almost a hundred percent of all terrorist acts the FBI had their fingers on. There was something that they did, whether it was um, they pushed somebody to shoot somebody, or they they um, gave them the idea, or whatever. There was always an FBI agent involved. There was always somebody pushing to do this or that or the other thing. And there's two ways you can look at that. One, that sucks. One, you know, yes, the American people are the enemy of the government and we need to start treating the government like our enemy. So because they certainly treat us like it. They want to throw us in cages. They want Mm. to to murder people and they want to steal your shit. So you need to start realizing that. That's the first way to take that. The second way to take that is without them doing that, we would not have people shooting each other as much. We would not because people in general are pretty goddamn cool and they have to be coerced and they have to be pushed and they have to be fooled into doing stupid shit. Yep. Like if you if you just if you just have 
you know, the, the ample resources like we have on earth, have that set up in a, uh, in a little ecosystem, that ecosystem is just going to do its thing. And no, now granted, you know, animals and insects, they will, uh, they will, they will fight each other and eat each other and, and all this, uh, all this stuff. But generally speaking, when you have like a whole bunch of the same type of animal and there are adequate resources and you're not like forcing scarcity for an experiment or poking and prodding them and making them think that it's each other that's doing it. Like that's what, that's what we get. We get all this like little, uh, these little false falsified, uh, you know, decoy draperies and, uh, mm -hmm. suspicious sky cloths and is what I call them. Chicago. I don't like to use the, uh, I don't like to use the FF word. So we don't get banned off of uh, YouTube, but right. during the summertime in Chicago, they say it's like a lot of the gangs that are like rivaling when it's usually like the cops and other mm -hmm. other services that are you know spooking and starting things. And we have a hot summer where everybody's busting off. Pause. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like it's sad. It's real sad. Don't 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 get me wrong. Like. I'm most definitely hear helicopters at night and, you know, a couple of people getting, you know, like really, really gunned down. But um, mm -hmm. other than that, like, it's not to what it extent. Didn't you say, Marcus, that like Indiana's the number one murder number capital now? Or no, it, it has been more, at one time. More violence. Yeah, um, at, at one time uh, where on I actually was. Basis. Yeah, uh, where I, it was funny, and now this has been years ago, but at one time per capita, the by county, the and I think this might have been in 92, 93, so it's been some years ago, but the number one per capita, and Gary gets this a lot, just to be clear, but mm -hmm. um, the um, murder rate per capita was Green County, Indiana. That was, it was the capital, and that's where, that's where I went, went to school, it's where I grew up. And, you know, so that that's a fact to, to back up real quick, though, Nico, to something else you said, you were talking about the, the, the gangs and stuff. It, you know, one of the things, because I had a misspent youth that um, I had a very good friend who was, um, let's just say he was a little connected to that whole thing. Um, one of the things that he said to me is he said, what's the difference between all of all these games? Why am in, in his words? Why am I a bad person? Because I'm in a gang. Um, the United States government is a gang. The, you know, what is the difference? How is it different? Yeah. You know what the difference is? The Crips, Bloods, the, the Vice Lords, the, the, um, disciples, all those people, they tend mm -hmm. to try to help some people on the way too. They try to, to actually try. Off, yeah. yeah. They actually try to protect their, their, uh, businesses <laughs> because they have started right. businesses. Right. You know, in the United States ain't trying to protect shit, but its own fucking slaves that it has on it on its plantation. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, with all the talk of, of, you know, how how popular is this calling them slaves on a plantation? Well, they don't have half of it. We are all slaves on a plantation. Do what you will. Can you go out and smoke a plant that was, doesn't hurt anybody mm -hmm. else? Can you buy anything you choose? Can you, because um, you can bet your ass Donald Trump can, you can bet your ass Joe Biden can. If Joe Biden wanted to smoke a joint, he could have one today. It, it is a fact. Well, no, they, Kamala Harris and, and, and Barack Obama and, they, and Bill Clinton, they laughed and joked about it. You know, Clinton's was like, I didn't inhale. And, you know, you know everybody else, it was, it was all this like, yeah, I did. And then there's still 
they're still throwing people in federal prison for it. Right. <laughs> it's right. like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you, yes. And, and the thing is, that's one of the things they throw against John, too. You know, he the big picture of him with cocaine all over himself. Well, number one, how's it any of your goddamn right. business what he puts in his body? Let's start there. And have you not seen the pictures of George W. Bush with cocaine? You know, the, right. the, all these people that are at the higher echelons are doing the same shit that they get shitty with us about. And, you know, right. I'm not someone who does cocaine. I don't, I don't endorse it. I don't do it. I don't, I don't have anything to do with that. That's my choice because I don't want that kind of, of um, addiction possibility in my right, life. Right. And I've made that choice, but when somebody else makes an, a, another choice, that's on them. But at the same time, the, the, it is the you know you have one law for you and one law for the king, and and th that's monarchy, my friends. That's oligarchy. Mm -hmm. We are not dealing with a free country. You know, for all of those people that think that this country once was free, well, it sure as the fuck is not now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it wasn't free then either for yeah. everybody. It was only free for certain people. Another sure. thing is just like the governance of your body, like who who allows you to become like who who becomes the governor of your body and tells you what you need in your body opposed to like putting healthy things in your body and things of that nature but like it's it's really getting far past to the point where people are truly just overlooking things that are being shoved to them and told they need to uh follow along or put this in their system or things of that nature and it's the lack of awareness uh that people just seem to have and i just i don't know maybe technology no i'll say technology most definitely did fuck up a lot of people's attention spans over the years and things of that nature but um i don't think people realize like that they just don't give a fuck anymore <laughs> about like really mm -hmm. caring about things uh -huh. Because when you care about something, you'll never really forget about it. But we stop caring about our bodies. And so therefore, they tell you, okay, well, you need in your system. And if you don't, you're going to be a big problem. And then all of a sudden, it's causing big problems. It's it's really a very, very, uh, uh, what is it, oligarch world we live in? For sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and you know... You know, a lot of people might say, well, you just rail and you're mad and all that kind of stuff. You bet your goddamn ass I'm mad. I am pissed the fuck off. I am mad. They killed, they killed someone. Right. right. I am what mad. What are we supposed to do when they fucking murder somebody? Right. You know, yes, I'm pissed. I am angry. I want... I want to see justice. I want to see Janice not have to deal with this shit. You know, mm -hmm. again, I, I got to know her a little bit. And what I saw was a beautiful human being who loved her husband and was, mm -hmm. and, and sorry if I get emotional because I see this, mm -hmm. this just really just because this flies in the face of everything that I believe in. What they did today to John Mackey, McAfee is exactly the opposite of what I believe. It is, it, it, they were using force to extort a man. He told them to go fuck themselves and then they killed him. That's the narrative. That's what they did. Mm -hmm. And 
I will oppose that until the day I die. And the reason that I will oppose that till the day I die is because I have four beautiful children who I want a better world for. What we're arguing, what people are, what you, these people, these statists need to understand that what they are fighting for, what they are standing up for is murder. What they are standing up for is theft. What they are standing up for is absolute burglary of everyone on the planet. They are, mm -hmm. they are arguing for slavery. What we are arguing for and what we are calling for isn't to take up arms. What we are calling for is we are calling for a peaceful solution that absolutely hands power to the people. We are asking and begging for people to join us in mm -hmm. love, to join us in compassion, to join us in the real fight against tyranny. And, uh, and joining us right now <laughs> in that fight is none other than our good friend, presidential candidate from 2020 for the Libertarian Party, running mate of the late John McAfee, Adam Kokesh. It's a tough day today. Welcome aboard, brother. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, uh, thanks. And I apologize for being Not late. We, we had a lightning storm here and very odd timing for signal to go out, but it does happen. Yeah. Um, but then there's, there's so much being thrown at those of us who care enough to follow things that matter right now that it's, it's kind of a confusing time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's tempting to get paranoid. It's it, it, well, it was, it was harp that made the lightning storm and they cut my <laughs> signal just now. Cause I was coming on this show to talk right. about John McAfee not killing himself in a Spanish prison. No, that's, that's a little silly. Uh, but uh, there's also another. I did, have you have you covered the story of Johnny Hurley today? Uh, we've touched on it, but didn't yeah. actually cover it. Didn't didn't cover it deep. Well, if I may summarize, then mm -hmm. uh, it, it appears that uh, my friend from uh, We Are Change Colorado uh, was involved in a shooting and the police are covering up what actually happened. Uh, mm. We have the shooter dead, a police officer dead, and Johnny Hurley, who the police were calling a good Samaritan for intervening. And what it seems like, at least, it seems like a, a two-layer cover-up, where at first they're just covering up information, saying, well, he was a good Samaritan, covering up that, uh, it, it, it looks like a cop responding to the scene shot him by accident, oh, thinking that he was the active shooter. And, you know, to everybody who is a, a concealed carry uh, carrier uh, because or, or open carrier of a firearm, uh, it's, it's a dumb thing. You got to be extra aware of cops come in guns blazing. They don't care. But Johnny... You know, and he wasn't he wasn't a John McAfee, wasn't mm. high profile like that. Right. But but there's enough suspicion. I suspect there's another layer of cover up that this is just the obvious one for. And with with John McAfee. So we're waiting there. We do have friends in Colorado when we are changed. Colorado is pushing for the police to release this information that they've covered up it already. And it's like there's no there's like there's no. 
justification like and i get it in a free society sometimes it'll be justified to protect people mm -hmm. to say we can't release details of a shooting immediately because there's some ongoing security risk no <laughs> fucking way with this not an excuse so for cops mm -hmm. to not just come out the the arvada police department uh, is having arvada colorado and, and not just come out with it but uh, that's just one other thing that, that I got going through my head right now when I'm looking at this case with John McAfee where, holy shit, he was on the record saying, I was whacked. Yeah. If this happens, you know I did not commit. Mm. Yep. And, and then they did it to him anyway? Have they Have they really? Because, because again, uh, you know, and we did cover this to a little bit of an extent, they are, we are seeing, you know, as much as I was not a Trump supporter, I am not in any way connected to the Republicans. I don't like the Republicans. It can be made, you know, made obvious that, you know, he may have done the exact same shit. But at the end of the day, either Biden or the tyrant in heels are worse, in my opinion, than the, what Trump had under Trump. Do you agree or disagree? Does it really matter? I mean, I don't know. It's I, I really think that we're seeing a swing back. I think that's falling for the illusion, but I will give you this, Marcus. Mm -hmm. You said that something occurred to me about the uh, affiliation with the Republican Party with libertarians, and it's because they are the fake opposition party that sure. a lot of well-intentioned people get sucked into supporting sucked into. Republicans. Absolutely. And even someone like you or me can be tempted by this illusion mm -hmm. that there's a meaningful difference. You want to say Trump was better than Clinton would have been? I don't believe it. Government grew under Trump. All the critical sure. metrics of government got worse under Trump. Mm -hmm. You know, really, really and, and even if they got better, it, it it's window dressing. It's temporary reprieve. If you mm -hmm. consider, and you know this, I'm just reminding you uh, that what I know, you know that I know uh, about about how shit works. That right. that no, like it, it's it's an illusion of uh, of a difference between Republicans and Democrats at the presidential level, and part of that illusion, and this is where I'm going to sort of come to the defense of people who identify as Republicans, or at least a very few of them, uh, mm -hmm. that by being the fake opposition party. Those who fall for it and don't care enough to examine it will go, well, I'm a Republican because I don't like taxes. Mm -hmm. you, know, yeah. <laughs> you know, Trump grew, you know, government has grown <laughs> just as much right. under Republicans as Democrats sure. and like, or more. And, and then you wonder, well, maybe at the local level, Republicans, you know, the part of the way they get away with this illusion is letting good, honest Republicans have some role in local government, uh -huh. but not beyond mm -hmm. that. No, I, I agree with you. I just wanted to to say that you know at least what I what I'm seeing. You didn't have the FBI coming to your house. Well, under I'll, I'll give you this much, Marcus. This is the chart that uh, Spike Cohen shared uh, yesterday. I think that this is the uh, spending on this this cops hiring program under Obama uh -huh. in 17, and then you go all the way through. So it was like Obama; it carried over into 17. But anyway, so. So it's like 137 million, 150, 153, 156, 157, like your normal standard, like yeah. baseline oh, yeah. that, budget group. And then yeah, it if you're trying to use triples. that, though, to, Chad, if you're trying to use that to defend Trump as maintaining oh, I'm not. I'm trying to, if you're trying to use that to blame Biden, no, the police yeah. state and arrests 
uh, for cannabis stayed stable under Trump when they mm. should have been coming down. The yeah, size of government grew under Trump. Overall, police spending grew over Trump. That's one program. One program that under the yeah, Biden yeah. budget, they go, oh, we'll double this one. You know, yeah. and it's because it's it's because they can't hire cops right now it's because nobody mm-hmm. wants to be a cop in America. Sure. So this little sign of desperation is not even the, the, the bigger indicator of overall police spending or the, the brutality of the police state, which I think is lessening, if anything. And it started with George Floyd. The bigger dynamic here, like and, and Marcus and Chad, I know you guys appreciate stepping back like this, mm-hmm. that the, the bigger dynamic here is George Floyd's death murder on camera finally caught up the technology with the paradigm of the police in america because Mm. now they all have this self-consciousness the technology was there the law was Mm. there none of that changed what changed and what's important right now what we should be celebrating is separate from politics that the technology and the reality of the progression of human events finally got us to the point where every cop on the street is going I could be recorded at any time. And mm-hmm. and, and if it gets okay. out, if I do something really ugly, the government's going to have to throw me under the bus mm-hmm. to maintain their credibility. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's one of the things you, that that's one of the things you talked about uh, like very, very early on in, in freedom is that we have kind of this, this tug of war, this give and take kind of this like horse race of technology and the fact that government uses technology against us, but at the same time, technology advances at a rate where we eventually get to a point where we can access and use that technology, use those weapons back against government to hold them accountable or to, to make them irrelevant or to even fight back if it, if it, if it comes down to it. But I wanted to bring, I wanted to go into something that Marcus was saying uh, right as you were coming on um, talking about this, you, the way you were talking about this, Marcus, it was almost like we were, we were hearing you were saying they extorted him for money. And then when he didn't give up the money, they killed him. And it, yep. it it brought this this idea of like the mugger to mind, and I and I started thinking, but you know, for as bad as some of that stuff can be, we know that behind every one of those stories, w- any kind of abusive type of situation, there's always a story where the abuser there's something there's there's like a cycle of abuse that goes back if you go back generations there's some other abuse or there's some other things that that mugger is coming because that mugger is desperate for one reason or another and you can in a way I'm not saying you could justify it but at least there's an understanding of like the 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 root cause is somewhere back further that we have to address that's deeper than that and it comes back to that that idea of like freedom versus having this oppression and what that oppression does where where that that pneumatic pressure or hydraulic pressure uh, just kind of leaks out in these different places and you have these random acts of violence the difference between that and government is i can't make the argument unless you want to do the mr robot white rose i'm doing this because it's going to save humanity i'm i'm killing you know 15% of the people so that we can save the rest or some bullshit like that some like spock you know, you have to sacrifice the few to save the many. Like that's the only justification government has for any of this shit. But it's not a it's not a real justification. It is ultimately a gang of parasites that are using that as an excuse to extort their hosts and to exploit their hosts. For sure. So, Adam. Um- I would like to get into your thoughts. Um, one of the things that I covered is is that, you know, 
Janice, I got to talk to Janice a bit while I was working for you. Wonderful woman. And I, uh, I feel That's for her. Yeah. yeah. And she, she, you you knew them much better than I did. And, you know, one, I want to implore you to, to share as much as you can our love for her and support for what she's done. But can you talk, touch on just your opinions of, of the, the whole situation from the point that they put him in, in the Spanish prison for tax evasion and all that bullshit. And, um, and touch on what you know um, from knowing John and and how you think that this played out. And I know that's a lot of speculation. Well, I'm going to answer that in kind of a roundabout way because I was thinking about, you know, my own emotional response to the news today. And, you know, to my friend Johnny Hurley. Uh-huh. And... <clears throat> Uh, I want to hold a memorial service for, for John McAfee. You know, I want the world to know that he was one of our soldiers, you know, in the cause of freedom. And I, 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 I don't think he would want us to cry. Yeah. Good luck. And I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't think he, <laughs> fuck no, fuck no. John McAfee would not let you cry, you know? Um, And I'm 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 tempted, you know, to see this in 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 militaristic terms right now. Like we're at fucking war. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and when a soldier falls next to you in combat, you don't stop and cry. You're right. We fight harder. And, and you know, Adam, this couple this. With from my perspective, I've been railing against the LP for a, at least a year, railing and angry. But you know what? This bullshit that they tried to do to Karen Ann brought me right back in. I want to defend her. I want to to stand up where with her. So and, and right now, watching what's happening in the LP tells me that freedom is coming and it's coming with a vengeance and I'm going to do every fucking thing I can to, to fight, to be strong. I told Amber today, I had told her that the chances other than working for you on your campaign, the chances that I get involved with the LP are slim. I told her that not a week ago mm-hmm. that changed that changed over this past week. I am doubling down my efforts. I'm going to fight and I'm going to fight hard and I'm going to do every, and I don't care. You know, obviously my loyalties lie with, with you lie with your ambitions. If you decide that you want to run for president again, obviously I'm going to back you, but obviously as well, if we can get Dave Smith in there, if we can get spike in there, if we can get, in uh, obtain million other fucking people that are rising, that are libertarians, that are real libertarians into a position of power where they can take that mic and they can absolutely preach. I will do everything in my power to, to amplify their voice. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm scared. 
The FBI was here a week ago, ostensibly to confiscate uh, Ed Vallejo's cell phone with a warrant. Right. Um, because he was at the January 6th event in D.C., and I don't believe it. They drove all the way out here to Gardenia from the FBI field office in Phoenix to visit me down my three miles of private dirt road and trespass on my neighbor's property to trespass on my property to approach my fence next to my back gate to ask me. They actually held up a picture. There's a, there was a meme of a guy who looked kind of like I used to look with a Trump is my president t-shirt. And I'm like, they asked me if that was me. And I'm like, I didn't even answer the question. I said, were you, were you there on January 6th? I just said, uh, I am not now, nor have I ever been a Donald Trump supporter. That's in the video we've already released. Right. But, you know, I want to no think one is about my this. president, motherfucker. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, I want to think about this. Um, you know, it, as you know, that point of conflict that is illuminated by military analogies despite our commitment to nonviolence and and that this is uh, an, an evolution more than a revolution even but we are in a point where they are coming for us and i'm scared mm -hmm. i'm i'm per i've been jailed for activism i don't think i have near the profile john mcafee but a lot more than johnny hurley yeah mm -hmm. and I, I just put out a statement, you know, I will never commit suicide in custody. My commitment to y'all, I will never. And now I got to mm. say this like every time I like every day publicly, just reaffirm just in case I will not commit suicide in custody. And John McAfee said that before, like, no fucking way. He loved being alive. He would have loved dying in jail of old age to have taken this fight to his dying breath against the government in the United mm -hmm. States. Y'all know that. No fucking yeah. way anybody can look at the man John McAfee was and come to any other conclusion than that. No fucking way. And what would you know, what would he want us to do? Fight. You know, I, I mean to memorialize him for the sake of reminding the people of the world that he was one of our soldiers, that that he fell fighting the state, that he did not commit suicide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's there's more, and 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 uh, you know I think if 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 I'm scared, yeah, they gotta be a yeah. lot more scared than we are right yeah. now. Yeah, yep. no, that's exactly what we were talking this about. Is, that it's, this is yeah. This they take is they the take time. those they take they, those high yeah. level renegades out to that they to they get everybody else to to cower away. They're calling, they're trying. This sure this is this everybody. is the death spasm of a desperate system. Absolutely. On its way out, Absolutely. coming after activists because they can't convince the working man to make war anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not in the age of the internet. Nope. Fuck you. You can't yep. even get away with with the kind of police brutality that you used to use to keep people in line in the drug war. Sorry. You gonna, you try you gonna arrest people for pot? You gonna do stop and frisk and shall ID? No. Yeah. 
not not in the age of the internet. Yeah. And, and and I want to I want to remind people that while while these you know military analogies you know may be helpful in understanding our position mm-hmm. towards government, uh, the quote from John Lennon I have right here on on the on the desktop of my computer. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Uh, John Lennon said, when it gets down to having to use violence, then you are playing the system's game. The establishment will irritate you, pull your beard, flick your face to make you fight because once they've got you violent, then they know how to handle you. The only thing they don't know how to handle is nonviolence and humor. Yeah. So never forget that those are the terms of the war we are fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And, you know, one of the things that, that we have prided ourselves with this, um, with this podcast is we, we have people like yourself um, that come on here that offer solutions, that offer ways around um, this beast, this murderer. And, mm-hmm. you know, these right. kinds of that's okay these kinds of yeah there's the the quote that has just there's a quote yeah so these beasts think that they can get us down they can mm-hmm. you know we weren't going to have adam on until next month i still want you on next month by the way <laughs> yeah, still, yeah can you still, but, can you still come back again <laughs> but uh but we weren't going to have adam on tonight that this was, we were going to talk about spirituality tonight. That's what mm. we were going to do. Spirituality. You know Marcus's anniversary today and Nico's right. birthday and father's day and all that stuff. And right. Fuck, man. Like, that's what, like I was but, saying before, like Janice is, is never going to be able to celebrate an anniversary with, uh, with John again. That's yeah. It's all fucked up. Ing- but what, the, what they, what they have created in John is a martyr. That's what they've mm. created. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Adam won't be the first person. He will not be the only person who takes these banners and runs with it. We will pick up the weapons of John. And those those weapons, back to Adam's point, were love, compassion, and freedom. Mm-hmm. And we will fight. And we will fight together. Mm-hmm. All this bullshit of division between one group of libertarians or one group of anarchists and another needs to end. It needs to stop. If you are fighting for freedom, you are my ally. I do not give a fuck what economic system you like. I do not care what colors you put on a stupid black flag. I don't care. If you are fighting for freedom, you are my ally. If you are offering solutions that do not involve the state, you are my ally as long as you do not employ violence. And that is all it takes. Fight for freedom. Don't use violence. You are my ally. And it, and we are going to lock arms and move forward. And they will not stop us. It may take 10 years. It may take five years. It may take 20 years, but notice I'm not saying hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. It is coming and it is coming quickly and you can mm-hmm. see it every single day. It's the asymptote, right, Adam? Oh yeah. 
Hey, Adam, do you have any uh, funny stories of John that you could share with us? Hmm. I would. I just want to share a story that he told that that I, that played over and over again in my head. I mean, I can think of all the little fun times we had, you know, running around events and and shit like that. But when he introduced himself when he was running for the LP nomination in 2016, he told the story at a debate about getting busted walking down the street smoking a joint. And getting released with a citation and a court date like an hour later and going back and walking down the same street, smoking a joint, <laughs> getting arrested again, and then getting released again. And he kept doing it, I guess, until they didn't arrest him. Until he burned it, until he burned it all the way down? Oh, no, he didn't. And, and what I realized, like, I, ha I had, like, people look at me for my civil disobedience mm -hmm. history and go, you know, that's a gutsy dude. And and I go, because I see this line, I see the line that is like, you can't smoke here, you can't dance there. And I step over the line and 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 and, and I, I like creep up to the line and go, ooh, I stepped over. Did you get that on video? You know, and uh, John McAfee didn't even see the lines. You know, and and, and mm -hmm. I I was like it when I heard that I was like fuck I want to be John McAfee when I grow up. Right. Yeah. John John like whips out his dick and pisses on the line like fuck your line. <laughs> no, not, not even, not even. Uh, that's no. that's that's reactionary. He just he just oh, so he, he just, just he just ignored it, like it pretended like it there. wasn't even there. Yeah. Okay. Like, I got just, you. I got you. And then and, yeah. and then no, that's someone, a beautiful distinction someone, that you drew. Yeah. yeah and then if someone stops him later and goes, hey man. You crossed our line over there. Oh, oh, fuck your line. Oh, yeah, he made it, he made it clear. <laughs> yeah. Until you pointed it out, man, right. that line just wasn't even there for him. Like, that's what made him special. He was, he was, uh, he was, he was really in a different category that way, uh, even among libertarians, you know, mm. and, and, and aside from that and being the G. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No. Damn the lightning. Yeah, I know. They cut him <laughs> off. But ah, shit. But hey, you know, hopefully he'll come back in. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. And, uh, and you know, Adam likes to, you know, and the thing is, Adam likes to say that he just walks up to the line. I've been there. No, that right, dude's he, walking around, not seeing lines an awful lot. Mm -hmm, I see more lines mm -hmm. than Adam does, mm -hmm. and may, maybe John saw less lines than than Adam did, but it ain't that many. <laughs> Yeah. You know? uh, when we when he got when he got arrested in New Orleans when we were doing the book bomb, um, it was funny because uh, like I hadn't gotten there yet because I I mean I live in Baton Rouge but like I you know I had stuff because because I was going to be close by I was still taking care of stuff you know other people who live far away once they left they were gone you know right. and they were like in New Orleans and that was it so I had the ability to go back and forth and so I hadn't gotten down there uh, that day yet and I, I we're watching the stuff on. Uh, on the stream, he goes live on, uh, I think it was on Periscope or on Twitter. And that's when they're doing the thing. Well, they were, they were doing the stenciling. So for people who don't know, we, there's this really cool, um, technique that you could do to basically do like guerrilla marketing. And what you do is you take a stencil that has the words stenciled out of it. Um, and you put it up against concrete on a sidewalk, on a street, or in this case it was on a concrete barricade. And we, um, 
we were we were stenciling. You, you take that stencil and you put you get a pressure washer and you basically hose off with high pressure water the dirt that's on the concrete. So you're not actually doing any kind of graffiti. You're just cleaning, selectively cleaning. So it's not like vandalism. You're actually helping to clean up. Um, they still don't like it. But Adam didn't. Adam wasn't even like it, it was just like we're gonna do this thing, and they were they were on the interstate in traffic. And, and while they're pulled over, they just got out and they're like, let's put one right here. We we're just basically stenciling the word freedom. You can see it. If you go to my Twitter bio, one of one of our stencils that Elijah Gizzarelli and I did is on my banner on my Twitter account. It's just a, it's a really, it was a beautiful spot to do it. The, the color is great. And it's like this broken piece of concrete and it just has freedom uh, stamped across it. That's what we were doing. And so as we're doing that stuff, hopefully I'm going to move everything around in case he does actually successfully execute getting in. Um, while we're doing that stuff, the cops, somebody said something and I, I don't know, the cops pulled up and they start interrogating them, asking them what they're doing and all this bullshit. And I think they were going to let him go or something. But Adam had like a card that said like, uh, it was like, I don't have to answer your questions or I don't have to show you ID and all this kind of stuff. And they were like, okay. So you're like ready for this. Anyway, they just got all pissed off about it. And, uh, and that's where they chose to, to arrest him. But it was, it was funny. Like as the whole situation's going down, they were just like sitting in traffic. They're like, well, fuck while we're here, let's get out and stencil some on this concrete barrier wall. Right. And they weren't even thinking about like, should we do this? Are we going to get in trouble if we do this? It's all stop traffic. Where you know they didn't, they didn't care, and uh, and and they went ahead and did it. And they weren't doing, they weren't disrupting anything. Um, they were just making the pretty word freedom show up on the on that barrier wall. And anyway, cops going to cop. Sure, yeah. and and to to a degree, um, let's let's talk a little bit about how we can each. <laughs> walk over those lines as well. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at the, at the end of the day, you know, when I went in t- to get my haircut at the, at the um, place, um, great clips or some place like that. And they told me I had mm-hmm. to wear a mask like a slave. I told them to go fuck themselves and walked out. Um, but most of the time in more often right. than not times, you know, I'd go into the local store, I'd walk in, I did not even hesitate. I just walked right in, no masks, no bullshit, no whatever. Right. So I didn't see those lines either to a, to a degree. Now I'm not Adam Kokesh. I'm not um, yet. I, I haven't enlightened myself to that position as, right. as yet. I'm getting there. I'm getting there and I get there every day because Adam's right. John was one of our soldiers and this really pisses me off. But, you know, we each in this past year, everyone, everyone ignored lines, lots and lots of people, lots and lots of people not wearing masks, lots and lots of people not complying, lots and lots of people getting together when they said not to people that might even agree with having masks. I watched it. I went to right. a, a hippie-ish thing that they had uh, here at a friend of ours. Uh, they have a camp out. It's uh, not the one that I used to go to, but another group of friends that are very leftist. And I watched a whole bunch of people that were all about face masks and got to stick mm-hmm. six, six feet apart till you throw them out in that campsite. And then, then they're like, here, ask this, <laughs> you know, and uh, I had a dude I work with, you, you know, I had this cup sitting there. He's eating and everything. And like, we had switched places. Cause like, 
he was anyway, it's like a desk and like I was sitting on one side and he was sitting on the other side. And so he's sitting, I, I had gotten up, but I left my cup and I'm sitting at the computer and I was like, Oh shit, my cup. And I got up, I went over there and he's sitting there eating and he goes, and he's like, he's one of these like uh mask the whole time, every time we're together and everything. And then he made sure he bragged about, I got my shots. I'm inoculated or whatever, some bullshit. And I was like, oh, whatever, dude, cool. Um, well, anyway, so I'll walk over while he's like slobbering all over his food and everything. I don't know what's on his hands. He just goes, oh, picks up my cup like this, holding on to the mouth part of my cup and hands it to me like this. And I'm like, you're right. All right. So if I don't put a mask on, we're going to kill each other. But you can put your hands all over the mouth part. And I'm like, I used to think I was a hypochondriac until all this shit happened. Cause like, I don't touch stuff in bathrooms and everything. And I realized I'm not worried about getting sick. I've never been worried about getting sick. It's just disgusting. Like I don't want right. your chewed up half eaten food <laughs> on my fucking, in my mouth. I don't want right. shit particles <laughs> on my hands when I go back and start eating popcorn at the movies. For sure. I don't want to touch the door in the bathroom. Not because I'm scared of germs. I think it's fucking gross. That's all right. I don't, I, you know, like I'm not trying to lick somebody's asshole in the bathroom. So, fuck. Pause. Anyway, you know. <laughs> anyway, so I don't want that sh those shit particles that come from the door handles and the faucet handles and all that shit. I love the ones where the door opens to the outside when you walk in. I mean, when you walk out, so that like you grab the handle when you go in, take your piss, wash your hands, and now your hands are clean. Walk out, kick the door open, keep on going. I hate to have to fucking grab the handle. So I'm always grabbing the handle with a fucking paper towel and throwing it there. But anyway, that's, but yeah, it is funny how you have all these people who are like, they're, they're wearing a mask everywhere. They're, they're all scared of everything, but then they're, they're fucking double, so double dipping at a party. Huh? They're so forgetful over it. Like yeah. uh, the, the, the whole uh, rage for sanitizer. Like mm -hmm. why haven't we uh, ran out of sanitizer recently? There's a chicken shortage though. Somehow. Mm -hmm. But it's crazy. Yeah. My neighbor and toilet paper shortage. And she says they plop out like six to seven eggs a day. I don't know how there could be a shortage if those little guys are working. Uh, where, where's the logic? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> there ain't none. <laughs> the first casualty of the the stupid nineteen was logic. Right. For sure. I think it was prior to that. It was, it was much prior to that. No, no, you're you're definitely right. Like you go back to all of the uh, all of the things that we read in our history books about how wars were started and things like that. There's some. There's well, they they. It wasn't that they defied logic. Actually, if you go, they just they just pulled shit out of the books so so that you didn't know. About right. It. You know they they just you know ripped out certain pages. I mean majority mm. pages. I mean, and then they just recreated it. I mean, the logic's there if you go look, but who's really going to go look? Right. Speaking of which, I have to mention, um, there's a new book out, The Patriot Report, by the one and only Hotep Jesus. Nice. It's uh, it's it's very good. I'm I'm I just started it. I'm I'm not all the way I'm not all the way done with it. Um, it's like 225 pages. It's only 14 bucks, and it's basically. I have to get that. A, um, it's pretty. It, it's some. Uh, I don't know. Some. What do you call it? Like a. Un. Ah, oh shit. What the fuck? I don't know. Not renegade history because that's fucking Thaddeus Russell's book. But it's it's some outlaw history. You know, like it, it's some <laughs> right. shit that you're not supposed to 
supposed, not supposed to know about, not supposed to read. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, it's 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 a good read so far. And our boy nice. Yen, uh, y'all don't know, y'all don't know Yen. We know him from the Mogul Summit. He's he wrote us one of the uh, fictional stories that's that kind of kicks it off, that kind of lays like a a storytelling narrative backdrop behind mm-hmm. the, how the story is going to go. It's really good. Um, so you anyway. know, check it out. Yep. So I want to I want to while we've talked an awful lot about the the nuts crap that's that mm-hmm. happened today, you know, and and. Yeah, and yeah, and all the and John Hurley and all that. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to mention that we we are already doing the stuff that conquers the state, that destroys it, that takes mm-hmm. it, takes it out, that overcomes the state. We're already doing it. You know, I, yeah. I when I've raised four kids, I got mushrooms for Father's Day. Put that in. <laughs> I got I got mushrooms. My kids are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, grilled, I grilled mushrooms for Father's, for Father's Day. Day. They were portobellos. Okay. Uh, yeah, portobellos yeah, yeah. These these wouldn't have tasted very they good. And like might have made you feel funny. <laughs> very funny for a while. Very, very funny. <laughs> right. So so you know, we're we're doing the things. You know, I I sat down with my wonderful, amazing family um, this past weekend, and we 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 laughed, we cried a bit, talked about things, mm-hmm. and it's those kinds of community. <laughs> right, greatest kids ever. I'm telling you, my kids are cool, but they're anarchists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My kids, my kids are anarchists, and they know me. Um, right. But, uh, but, but you know, we uh, in that in that two, two day conversation that that my wife, myself, and my kids had. You know, we we designed a, a solution. It may or may not work out, but we designed a solution. We mm. we found ways to not have the state infringing in our lives. We came up with ideas about how to cooperate, about how to do things. That's not, my family's not the only family doing that. And sure, Chad's family are more into basketball than Houston Gen X. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The only one that's not into basketball is my daughter, but my boys, my boys are like, they're all about it. My son texted me today. He's like, I just shot 200 uh, 200 shots. And I was like, that's awesome. You just got to do it every day. And then he comes back later. He's like, I just shot 150 more. I'm like, all right, that's my 12 year old. So he's like, they're all about it. Um, He's going to have a uh, burner like Luca once he goes to the Euro League. (laughs) He's not going to be as big as Luca, I don't think. He's he's a a little bitty old dude, but he's a late bloomer too, though. Like he's, he's, I don't know, I'm going to see like where, when he starts having his first big growth spurt in this, you know, prepubescent into puberty area. I, I, I want to see where it goes because um, he's very, very late blooming. It's okay. Mushrooms. All I got but was the- a coffee mug. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shit, know, man. That's hey, Sometimes it's like that. <clears throat> but, but, you know, kind of my point is that, you know, we're building Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just us, you know, if let's say, and then Nico, this is real. This I'm, I am telling you this right now, four years from now, when we start to enact, and it is four years from now, roughly, um, when we start enacting this plan, if Nico wants to add his name to that list, you let me know, right? Because you're not that far and we will work it out and, um, and we'll figure it out because, because you are my brother 
and it, it, you would be welcome in our community, obviously. Um, and yeah, for sure. And, you know, but these are the kinds of ideas. And this is just one. This is just one idea. This is Hotep and Build. That, mm -hmm. You know, and what, you know, thousands of people all over this country are going to be employing themselves. And John's passing, no matter what comes of that, no matter what, mm -hmm. we're emboldened. We're going to be strengthened mm -hmm. by him. We are going to learn to be ungovernable. We are going mm -hmm. to learn to, to, to resist. There were people that this did it. They're now anarchists. They happen yeah. today. Mm -hmm. And they are going to fight along with us. Sure, they've got shit to learn. Give them as much that you can to teach. I still Everybody. got shit to learn. I'm not even fucking bullshitting. I got shit to learn. That's, that's why I'm. Sure. That's why I'm reading Brian's book. <laughs> that's why right. I'm going to read the Anarchist Handbook by Michael Malice too. And right. uh, and I'm going to give some other things like another read. I actually started uh, listening to uh, the Gulag Archipelago um, this week too. I want to go through that by uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Solzhenitsyn, however the fuck you say that. Uh, uh -huh. Anyway, it's a it's a mouthful. Um, yeah, but anyway, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that we can learn from um, from some of those experiences because there are some there's some little red flags that we should be seeing right now that some folks who've been through stuff already are have been trying to tell us for a while, like, hey, watch out, this is this shit's coming this way. So, um, it's, uh, yeah, Dame, you're right. It's, uh, Marcus is like, Marcus is a real motherfucker, man. <laughs> it, there, there's no fucking bullshit with Marcus. I love it. That's what, I mean, that's this whole little trio that we have here. That's kind of, I, I think if there's one thread that holds us all together, it's that Tell none me. of us is bullshitting. Like we're yeah. just, we're just fucking laying it out there. I've said some shit that I'm probably, I'm like scared that somebody's going to see. So I like, don't tell like certain family members or friends about, about this show. Cause I don't want them to know. Cause I don't want it to get back to anybody. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I don't hold true, back, man. I don't fucking hold back. And, and Marcus doesn't to, either. And Nico is, Nico's got his, what's that Nico? I'm kind of that way too, but yeah. as of lately, yeah. I've been like, you know what? Fuck it. Because look, <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they can't tell me shit. If mm. you look at our discography and all the people, and they actually sat down and watched those interviews, they'd look yeah. at me and be like, oh, wow. So right. therefore, I'm like, you know what? Kiss my black ass. Because, <laughs> yeah. because I, I, I have a disagreeable rhetoric doesn't mean that I don't have great people on this show who are out here willing and helping out other communities and trying to expand uh, a better society. Like, I think about it, it's like, ah, shit, I just fucking scratched that open. But um, I at the end of the day, it's Me like... Too. It's like we out here doing great things. Right. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Well, and, and and so like even with, so in this last year and a half or however long it's been, 14 months or so, 15 months, when uh, when all the lockdowns started and when all the different hoopla over the thing started, um, I, I'm not going to lie. Like as we were going through all that stuff, I felt a sense of like trepidation because uh, like a, like an impending guilt 
that like somehow I would some of the things that I was saying would be perceived as like discompassionate or unfriendly or, or, or I don't know, not caring about people or something like that. And it's not that like this, my, my objection to the measures and the policies that were put out um, and the, the propaganda was more a gripe with the propagandists and the authoritarians who were doing it and what they were doing to people to turn people into authoritarian and authoritarian apologists, because it, it, it seemed very similar. And I know there's been a lot of people don't like to hear comparisons to slavery or to uh, the Holocaust or anything like that. And I get it. Like those were very horrible things and it can't even be remotely compared to wearing a mask or even getting a shot in your arm. Um, But it's, if you go back and look at all of those things, now, I don't know. I haven't done like a whole bunch of digging into like how the whole like slave trade happened and what the first little domino that fell was. But it's not like one day everybody's free and one day somebody's like, hey, you know what? Fuck half these people. Let's make them all work for me and I'll right. build a bunch of shit. No, like, no, there were some little baby steps that all of these things had to go through to get to where they got. And that's what we've been seeing this last year and a half has been some of those baby steps being taken. And it, it's basically like I the, what I have equated it to is, look, there's there's sometimes when 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 a, when a mommy and daddy love each other and they lie so close much. together um, and, you know, you, you kind of put your hands in places and you see if that's OK. And then, okay, that's okay. And then you move your hand a little bit more. Oh, that's okay. And then you move your hand a little bit more, and that's okay. That's kind of what this was. They were feeling us up this whole this whole last year and a half, and they were seeing whether they could get our bra off or whether they could uh, get their hand down our pants or whatever, because this was those little you know baby encroachments on liberty to see what people would tolerate and when they How would push dumb back. We are. And when they push back, you know, they push back and be like, all right, let me see if, let me see if she's for real. Let me try again. Oh, she didn't push back that time. Okay. You know, and then they keep going. It's that same. It's, it's, it's not different. It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. We're all getting fucked at the end. And we're all getting fucked. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I was going to say. And and next thing you know, next thing you know, Bill Gates is in the car and fucking George Soros and Klaus Schwab is in the car and fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, oh, it's uh, th- and there are people who are just like, oh, yeah, okay, bring it. Come on. Ah! And right. I'm not one of them people. Yeah. I, I, I had to do, I had to have my Marcus moment there for, <laughs> for, <laughs> for sure, Marcus, for sure. You just go too far sometimes with the sexual I do. metaphors. I, I had know, to do that's it. Right. But that's, so that's where, that's where my gripe was. But I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I did feel like I was treading very carefully because I was, I wasn't, I was trying not to be insensitive to people. Cause I know there've been people who they've lost friends and family in this last 18 months. Um, and it's not to downplay that it's to say that like the stuff that was going on, that the cure that they came up with was, was worse than what, what they were trying to cure sure. because they've set us back decades the and they have they made people on. really, really docile and compliant and very well-mannered 
in accepting all kinds of bullshit. So I'm, I'm curious, um, have either one of you seen the series Firefly and the, uh, the movie Serenity? I started to watch. Yeah. I started to watch Firefly and I saw, I think I saw Serenity and I was like, this seems like it would be better if I had seen Firefly. Correct. Um, but at the end of the day, what happened in the Firefly, um, world, if you will, there's this group of people called Reavers that throughout the entire series, they are just ah, crazy people who tear shit up and do Mm -hmm. all that kind of craziness. Right. Um, in Serenity, what happened uh, to explain where the Reavers came from, um, there was a planet that they basically locked down and they sprayed them from the skies with a a chemical that made them sedate, that made them, um, you know, obedient. Mm -hmm. And the major, what happened in that planet was there were outliers. There were people that that didn't work on. Mm -hmm. And what wound up happening is the people that they the the powers that be or the central government and in my opinion is why uh, that series was canceled was because it was outright uh, anti-authoritarian um, wouldn't necessarily call it libertarian but it was close and it was definitely anti-central uh, government and um, so what happened was the the people that were obedient wound up just going to sleep they wound up dying asleep because they were so obedient and so uh, enslaved that they weren't going to do anything. The people that didn't became the reavers. The, the, the reaction was that shit went crazy. And I think that we can learn from that. And one, don't take their goddamn medicine. Do not take anything. You don't know what it is. Do not put things into your body that you have. And I'm, this is coming from somebody that I am more than willing to put some mushrooms in my body, but, but, uh, but I choose to do that. That's Reliably sourced mushrooms. Correct. And <laughs> right. My kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at the end of the day, um, we need to be ready to fight. One of the things that they caught me with all this craziness that is going on in the world right now. And the, the death of John McAfee is for me, a kind of a capping stone mm-hmm. is that I'm also reading an interesting book right now. Um, these guys know that my hero is uh, Thomas Paine. It's been my, he's been my hero for a very, very long time. I'm reading a book that is actually from a leftist perspective. They're much more of a left leaning anti-authoritarian. And the, the book is about how Thomas Paine turned the American people into re- uh, rebellion. Mm. and how he did it. So I'm going to study that book and I'm going to study that book thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to find out and learn from <clears throat> the, the lessons that Thomas Paine gave us. And I'm going to employ those. We just had Adam on who is again, one of my best friends, love the dude. He's a great human being. And I'm likely to help him out along the way down the road. So I'm going to suggest things that Thomas Paine taught me. Yeah. And so so I I think it's an interesting time that we're living in right now. Yeah. And, you know, they say that that it is a Chinese curse that, that you may, you live in interesting times and that's absolutely Mm. true. Mm. Um, But better in my day than my children's. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I prefer always prefer those uneventful flights to the ones where there's turbulence and like you feel like the you're gonna have to right. use the barf bag or like you know you're right. not sure if the wing's gonna come off or some shit like that. Um, but like I, I will say this, and Adam has talked about this, it didn't take the majority to mm-hmm. pull off the American Revolution. Correct. Um, and you know, three percent. The the whole all the shit behind the American Revolution, notwithstanding, there's some stuff where it was like. Some, but right. like even like the the pioneering spirit of the people who kept running farther. Who, who was that that we were talking to? Kept saying that was it you that was saying that? No, wait. So no, it Mag- was Magnus. No, it was Magnus. It was Magnus. Yeah, that, that they just they were running. They kept getting trying to get away from the government. The government kept following them um, all the way across the country into California and everything. Well, the uh, the the people who stirred that stuff up. Because if you think about it, like the overwhelming majority of the people, let's just be real fucking lazy like brain dead motherfuckers okay correct they will if if we somehow are able to like reach critical mass where we can reach enough people they'll believe the shit that we're telling them we'll just be good propagandists who are not trying to fucking destroy everybody we're trying to actually set people free right um so like it it you only have to have that like I don't know if it's like 1%, 5%, 10%, what the number is of mm-hmm. people who have to like understand and kind of be vibing with each other enough to say, look, enough of this bullshit. We're all pushing back mm-hmm. because right. the, the reality of the matter is when you look at the numbers, we vastly, the people, even just like the real ones, the people who know what the fuck's going on and who aren't fucking with it and who, who are armed up and ready to go, if we all could just fucking get on the same page, none of these people could fuck with us. Nope. It's Bugs but Life. Instead, we're fucking... We're, exactly, it is. It's <laughs> Bugs Life. But we're fucking bickering with each other over this stuff. And I, I hope... Uh, you, you were kind of getting into this, and I, but you didn't uh, You didn't completely get there, uh, I think, when, when Adam was on. But I hope that people see this. What, what happened to John McAfee today and can say, look, the people who killed John McAfee are the enemy. Let's drop the shit with each other and let's sure. focus on that enemy because yep. that enemy actually kills us. Kills us. Yep. The libertarian the liberty activists. Yep. That they kill us. Why the fuck are we fighting with each other? Right. And not fighting with them. We have all this smoke for each other, and this. I, I say what you want to say about the LP New Hampshire uh, Twitter account and everything. And I know we had our like it was inartful messaging, you know, at, at, at sure. best. Um, it could have been said differently. It could have been said better. It pales in comparison to the murder and to the destruction that the state did to us the last eighteen months. That the LP was basically silent on. Correct. The LP didn't say shit. In fact, in fact, the former chair, well, actually, he was the chair at the time. He wasn't even the former chair yet. Was all in with the masks and the lockdowns and everything else. I, well, I don't know. COINTELPRO, who, who's COINTELPRO? I mean, I, I, I need more context. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I know COINTELPRO exists. I don't know what, uh, but yeah, we have... Uh, there's some of that in the LP, I think. Um, yep. <laughs> we, we've, we've encountered it. Um, uh, I won't say her name, but uh, 
her initials are ah no I almost said I do this thing where I say I'm not gonna say the name but the initials are and then I say the name but I wasn't gonna do that one um because I'm not trying I'm not trying to get to but Afo you know who it is um anyway um we had a saboteur in the ranks um and it's mm-hmm. it, it happens. I mean, it's that if a you lot. look at the, the the biggest threats. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? Like, a, a, mm-hmm. I in a way, I'm kind of like you know. All right, yeah, good game. Uh, I I kind of expected that. Mm-hmm. I respect your hustle, <laughs> but right. but uh, I'm I got my head on a swivel. The only problem with it is the thing that's that really sucks about it. And this is one of the the objectives of Cointel Pro is my head is so much on a swivel that I fucking suspect everybody. Like I know Nico's a fed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. I, I automatically think that my neighbors are feds all the time, all the time. But I'm like, no, I can't think that. But he did this, that, and that. Right, right, like, right. Oh, never mind. Let me not. Let me There's not. A, yeah, I'm you have like the, the angel and the devil on your shoulder. One of them's like, nah, come on, man. You just love them. They're good people. Na- it's okay. People. And then the devil on your shoulder is like, but don't ever close your eyes. Exactly. But, <laughs> but don't ever close your eyes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> There's nothing exactly. wrong with that. You right. know, keep yourself vigilant. One of the things that I, I tweeted today is absolutely true that, you know, right now, I think the LP Marcus is, just said one of the things I tweeted today is absolutely true. Right. Like, for sure. Me. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, one of the things that I said was that um, you know the LP is weeding out a lot of the 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 agents, whether they're paid agents or just working on the behalf of the government and don't realize it. One way or the other, there's a shit ton of them, um, and we're getting seeing a lot of them leave um, the the at least leadership positions. We're seeing a lot of that, but do not lose your vigilance because. They will not get rid of them all. That is only one way that they uh, that they infiltrate and d- disrupt. And the other one that I think we need to focus on is look for the ones who are pushing for violence, who are mm-hmm. advocating yeah. for no, aggression. I, yeah, I, I totally agreed with. I, I, I will I will co-sign your absolute your your absolute <laughs> truth of the tweet that you put out. But I was a little distracted because Uncle Hotep retweeted one of Dame's tweets just now. It's pretty fucking hilarious. He says, I really think if I dried myself out from weed and did some shrooms I know he said I really think I dried myself out from shroom from weed and did some shrooms so I could be a better shit poster. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hilarious. For sure. Shout out to Dame. Sure. Oh shit man that's fucking yeah, good stuff. Good, dude. <laughs> so so I do think that we should start what, wrapping up, and I know yeah. that Adam fell out, and I'll thank him. Um, yeah, via no, tech. that was great to have him on. Um, well, I, I, uh, I, I understand the the emotion. Like it's a, I, I didn't know John McAfee. I never got to meet him. Never got to talk to him or anything like that. And I know you had like a, you know, more of like a passing acquaintance with him and everything. But mm-hmm. but Adam, he he and Adam were tight. Yeah. yeah, him he and Adam were tight, and that's. That's not. I mean, that's why you you were getting emotional. Want him to have yeah. time to grieve yeah. because yeah. he was he's most definitely taking it tough. So yeah. I really I'm going to you, Adam. Even though you aren't here, if you come back and watch this, um, but yeah, nah, untimely deaths, and uh, it's not untimely when it's murder. Like murder should never happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a mm-hmm. tough it's a tough for sure. loss for uh, the freedom movement, but it doesn't stop the conscious thought of always striving to be better and freer every day 
For sure, brother. I, I'm with you. You know, one of the things that is beautiful about what, what, frankly, we've built here and also what, what we are, we are experiencing is how Adam came on today is I just, Chad and I were having a conversation. I was like, well, fuck, I thought about a- asking Adam on. And Chad said, well, shit, so was I. And I, I was, was like, well, fuck, let's make that happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, I, so, my thought was like, I, I kind of want to ask him, but I kind of feel like it's dirty because it's like so late wow. notice and mm-hmm. it's so raw. But like maybe you can ask him, Marcus. Right. <laughs> so and, I, I didn't feel right doing it, but you're you talk to him more often than I do. You're you're on yeah. you're on with him like almost every day. So um. yeah, and and the thing is, you know, again, Adam's another one of those people that people like to throw shit at. Name me somebody that's done more shit. Don't, right. don't, don't, don't give me, I'm, I'm better than Adam Kokesh and I'm going to sit on my couch and tweet all day. Go fuck yourself. Right. Right. Adam put his ass on the line for the freedom movement and does it every goddamn day. He could stop yeah. doing shit today. And I would still not have done in, in, and I guarantee by the end of my life, I am pretty certain that I will not have done as much for freedom as Adam Kokesh. No, has. it's like, he's like the, uh, for, for, at least for me, it, trying to catch up with him would be like me trying to catch up and read all of Rothbard. Right. Um, <laughs> like I, it's just, I don't have enough time left um, right. to do it. I can't, I can't possibly. Uh, Our do energy. It. Yeah, exactly. So I want to, I want to, as we wrap up, I want to, um, I want to kind of bring back, because I think it's important to do this, to bookend this show with, um, with our quote, but I want to, I want before I do that, I want to read, I want to read this. Um, Cause I played this song at the beginning of the show, but I just want to, I want to kind of bring the lyrics home. Cause it, sometimes when you're listening to the song, it, it, it's, it's hard to clearly or completely let the words sink in. This is renegade by sticks. Now don't hate on me for loving a fucking eighties hair band like or whatever, but I love sticks. Um, oh mama. I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Lawman has put an end to my running and I'm so far from my home. Oh, mama, I can hear you a crying. You're so scared and all alone. Shout out to Janice. Uh, Hangman is coming down from the gallows, and I don't have very long. The jig is up. The news is out. They finally found me. The renegade who had it made retrieved for a bounty. Never more to go astray. This will be the end today of the wanted man. So, RIP John McAfee. For sure. Heavy day. One of the good ones. Mm-hmm. But just remember, as Marcus says, to stay free. I'm going to read our quote one more time. So these villains, this is Lysander Spooner for our listening audience. So these villains who call themselves governments well understand that their power rests primarily upon money. With money, they can hire soldiers and with soldiers extort money. And when their authority is denied... The first use they always make of money is to hire soldiers to kill or subdue all who will refuse them more money. Peace, everybody.